Hello, listeners, and welcome to Monsters Advocate. Monsters Advocate is a bi-weekly podcast focused around the unsung heroes of myths and legends. The monsters! We'll take a look at some monster-centric myths and legends, some not-so-ancient cryptids, and everything in between, and try to sort out possible origin species, biological impetus for why they do what they do, and why we love to hear about them. I live in a city now. I didn't always. And while I love the lights and the noise and the activity, there's one thing that the city can't provide this time of year. You see, late autumn is made for backcountry roads. The kind where the trees on either side of the lane arch toward each other, closing the road in a living, vaulted ceiling. The kind where the fallen leaves almost swallow up the road when the concrete turns to dirt. The kind where you might not see another person for miles. Where, when the night gets dark, you might see something you aren't supposed to. This week, let's meet the guardians of the crossroads, drunks, and the wild hunt. Let's look at the meaning of colors, the nature of good and evil, and the familiar strangeness that comes with crossing paths with an unexpected dog. Encounters with supernatural hounds have been reported in the UK, the US, and throughout Central America. Broadly, this type of creature is called a hellhound. Hellhounds are generally large, around the size of a calf, and are usually black or white in color. In places where there is a strong association with the afterlife and fire, the dogs may be accompanied by a strong sulfurous smell or have fire-based abilities. Some have shape-shifting powers, and some have specific places they guard. But, without exception, all of them are associated with death. Let's start with Central America's Cadejos. El Cadejo is a type of hellhound that comes in both a benevolent and a malevolent variety, and the two types are often seen out on the same nights trying to actively get in each other's way. Generally, black cadejos are seen as evil, and white cadejos are seen as good, though this may be reversed depending on local tradition. Both the black and white cadejos are described as as large as a cow with shaggy fur, red or blue eyes, and goat or cow-like hooves and mannerisms. In Guatemala and El Salvador, Los Cadejos are described as more deer-like, up to and including the white Cadejo having a favorite flower it eats, one with bell-like blossoms that only grows near volcanoes. When not grazing, though, both Cadejos make their way into town. The black Cadejo can often be found hanging around bars, dark alleys, and graveyards. The white Cadejo is most often found accompanying drunk people home to protect them from criminals, or trying to run interference against the black cadejo. Unfortunately, depending on which form of black cadejo you run into, the white cadejo may not be able to help much. You see, unlike most hellhounds, the black cadejo comes in three varieties. The first form is the most supernatural, and least physically aggressive. It's distinguishable by white-hot chains wrapped around its neck and feet, and some people believe it is evil incarnate, possibly even a form of the devil. 
People who cross paths with this form of Kadejo report overwhelming feelings of terror and despair. And while the Kadejo never becomes physically aggressive, seeing this Kadejo means that something bad is about to happen in the person's personal life. You know, other than crossing paths with an evil monster dog. The white Kadejo is unable to completely stop this form of black Kadejo. But having a cross on your person, or praying, is said to eventually make this type of Kadejo leave you alone. The second form of black Kadejo is the intermediate, but most deadly form of the three types. It is both supernatural and wholly present in the physical world, and its favorite trick is following lone travelers home along lonely roads. This Kadejo lives for the drama, so before attacking, it likes to let its unfortunate prey know it's there by making growling noises and appearing in the corners of their vision. Once its prey is completely demoralized, this Kadejo leaps out of the darkness and tears its victim to pieces. This type of Kadejo cannot be killed by mortal weapons and is unaffected by religion. Luckily, this type of Kadejo can be stopped by a white Kadejo though, if one happens to be nearby. The third type of Kadejo is the hybrid offspring of the second type of Kadejo and a mortal dog. That's right, even cryptid dogs can interbreed with the common dog. Their genome is just that flexible. This third type of Kadejo is mortal, and can be killed by mortal weapons, but only with great difficulty. If killed, this Kadejo's body will rot away in seconds, and the place where its body lay will never grow anything again. This Kadejo has an unusual attack method, rearing up on its hind legs and kicking and jabbing the victim with its closed snout. After an attack by this form of Kadejo, the victim is left mentally incapacitated. It's unknown if the white Kadejo can interbreed with mortal dogs, but a white Kadejo will protect against this type of Kadejo too. For those living across the ocean in the UK though, Hellhounds mostly just mean it's another Tuesday. There is a surprising amount of region-specific hellhounds throughout the United Kingdom, and some of their favorite haunts include alleys, crossroads, roads that go through the forest, and mountainous terrain. There's even a specific term for spectral dogs located in the UK. These dogs are called barguest. Like the Black Cadejo in Central America, Seeing a bar guest is usually a good sign that something bad is about to happen. That is, if you even see it. Bar guests have the ability to turn invisible and shapeshift, and some of the forms they can take include a headless man, a headless woman, a white cat, a rabbit, and of course a big black dog, but headless. Bar guest, like the Kadejo, are usually described as shaggy and calf-sized. From there though, things get a little more locally specific, with anywhere from one to three red or green eyes, flames, and chains being optional add-ons to give the black dog some local flavor. What you can expect from a bar guest is really a matter of where you are in the UK. In most parts, the bar guest will lie across the thresholds of homes, to announce an upcoming death, or lead the local dogs in a funeral procession if someone important has died. But after that, it really depends on the specific bar guest you've encountered. 
For example, in York, England, the barguest is an occasional urban predator, hunting lone travelers using the city's famously narrow snickleways. On the Isle of Man, the barguest was the uninvited inhabitant of Peel Castle. This particular barguest, called the Motha Tho, was a curly-coated spaniel-type dog that would appear every night in the hallway leading from the guard's main fireplace to the captain's quarters. This barguest was seemingly non-aggressive, and would lay down by the fire in the common room of the guards each night. And this happened with such frequency that one night, a particularly drunk guardsman went down the dog's hallway alone, rather than in pairs as was customary. When he returned, he was so shaken he could not speak of what had happened. And he died three days later. The dog was never seen again. In Wales, the Cunanan travel in packs, and are white with red eyes instead of black because of local beliefs that white animals belong to the supernatural. These dogs are associated with the wild hunt, and appear on specific days throughout autumn and winter, including All Saints Day, Christmas, New Year's, and Good Friday. Unlike other bar guests, the Cunanan are picky in their quarry. Their goal in the wild hunt is to hunt down criminals, chasing wrongdoers until they can't run any longer. The pack has the ability to throw their voices, and their growling is loudest at a distance, growing softer and softer as they approach. Like any other barguest, though, anyone unlucky enough to cross paths with a Kunanan can expect a death in the near future. Just maybe not their own. There are many other regional barguest, but the last one we'll talk about today is the Kushi. This dog originates in Scotland and is described as being the size of a young bull with either dark or white shaggy fur. Its tail is extra long and is carried either coiled or braided depending on the individual dog's preference. The Kushi's range encompasses the Scottish Highlands and Moors. Unlike other barguest, the Kushi has a side gig of stealing nursing mothers to bring back to the realm of the fairies, presumably to feed the many babies that the Fae have stolen over time. Its primary duty, though, is escorting souls to the afterlife, though they don't necessarily have to be willing, or in a non-living body. For the most part, the Kushi is silent. When it does make noise, though, it barks three times in a row. The Kushi's bark can induce terror in anyone who hears it, and the sound carries for miles. Those who are unable to reach safety by the third bark are struck dead with fear. Our last good good dog of death can be found in, of all places, Connecticut, in the United States. The Hanging Hills are a fascinating microclimate of arid, trap rock ridges that can be found in an otherwise very temperate and humid state. The area is home to some very rare plants, and, since the 19th century, a small, black, spectral dog. Unlike the other hellhounds, this Dachshund of Death is said to be friendly, and the first time someone sees it is said to evoke an overwhelming feeling of joy which I think is a pretty normal feeling for anyone seeing a little black dog. The second time someone sees this hellhound, though, 
It's said the dog is trying to warn you of upcoming misfortune. If one sees the friendly little psychopomp a third time, though, they're going to die soon. One of the earliest written accounts of the little dog was by W.H.C. Pinchon. According to Pinchon, he and a geologist named Herbert Marshall were doing a survey of the Hanging Hills when they came across the little black dog. For Pinchon, it was the second time he had seen the dog. For Marshall, it was the third. And Marshall openly laughed at the idea of the little dog being an omen of death. A short while later, he slipped while climbing a cliff, and Pinchon could do nothing but watch as Marshall fell to his death. So far, six deaths have been attributed to the victim seeing the black dog a third time, and sightings continue to this day. That's all this week for Hellhounds. I hope you've enjoyed these very good death boys. And if you haven't crossed paths with one yet, I encourage you to cross over to the show notes. As it was, and so it shall be, intro and outro music, as well as musical score, were done by none other than Dog's best friend, Scott Ethington. Find more music to stumble drunkenly home to at Bazooka Raccoon on SoundCloud.com. Finally, if you like what you heard, please rate and review us on iTunes. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, anyone can be a monster. <laughs>